1: Welcome back to the Rick Shields Podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Rick Shields. I'm here with producer Guy. Uh, we're actually in a wedding venue currently at the moment.
2: We are indeed,
1: um, <laughs> and that's not that's Rick's not an exaggeration.
2: Population. It was lovely, Rick. Thanks so much. I was honoured. I was flattered.
1: Well, because we couldn't have any guests, we'd would love to have invited everyone from the podcast. We appreciate that, but we can't have any really guests at the moment. So it's just me, Guy, in an empty uh, wedding venue down here at the Marriott-Worsley Park. So we've done some filming this morning. Uh, I'm actually playing golf tomorrow, so we've recorded the podcast early for your pleasure so that you are not going to miss out on your Tuesday. We've got loads to cover. It's the day after the US Open Championship where Bryson DeChambeau was crowned the victor, the winner, by six shots in the end. It's his first major tournament, so we're going to go and talk on that because, well, one, you watched the golf. I did. And I did. So we've actually, believe it or not, everybody listening this week, you might actually get some golf.
2: Don't expect it to be good quality for me. I'm not the most in-depth, like, obsessive like stats guy, but I watched it and I've got a lot to say about it, Rick. I'm excited to
1: hear what you have to say. I think you were a, a Bryson supporter there, so we're going to come on to that. Um, also, massive uh, news for the podcast, which we'll come on to. Uh, well, we'll come on to it now. We'll just, we are pretty much, as this episode now is aired...
2: As people are listening...
1: We are happy to announce we have just surpassed the one million download mark for the Rick Shields Golf Show podcast, everybody. Wow. That's all That's, I can say. Wow. That is pretty amazing. Like we thought we'd get six episodes in. We're now on episode number forty, is this? Yes, yeah, forty. Wow. And we a million downloads. Also, we have just gone on to Apple Podcast where we are the fourteenth. No, no, no. Amazon. Sorry. Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> jeff bezos i don't, don't want to break
2: it here it's been on apple for the last
1: 40 episodes I know, sorry about that <laughs> um amazon podcast now where we are actually currently trending at number 14 in the whole of sports
2: jeff bezos gave us an offer to go on apple amazon that we couldn't refuse so we had to accept his check um it was nice and now on amazon music it it bounced which was a shame
1: <laughs> um in all seriousness we are a million subscribers, a million followers now. We still have no sponsor for the podcast. So if you do want to sponsor it, I mean, Guy's getting hungry. Mm. He's not he's not eating for a while because... His shoes have got holes in. I currently can't, can't pay him for the podcast. So if you are listening and you are from a blue chip, high established company such as...
2: <laughs> Monster Energy is our favorite.
1: Or Oreos. Get in touch, email podcast at rickshields.com or email info at rickshields.com to get involved in the number one podcast in golf in the UK and currently number two podcast in golf in the US of A. Thank you so much to all our American listeners. I will promote anything just so you know
2: like as you know Mon- i'm a bit more picky Watch I, I, how convenient uh, convincing i can be so for example you know and the listeners probably know Monster's my favorite danish drink but if red bull want to sponsor us i can change
1: so for oh, example, you would drop monster in a, oh, so in a, a heartbeat
2: I, can say, I love red bull it's uh it quenches my thirst on warm days it gives me a little bit of pickup i need when i'm nine holes in i'm starting to fly whoa
1: whoa whoa let me stop you there you don't get any more than uh, people don't get more than that unless they have paid so okay. guys we are looking for sponsorship and we're not joking We are actually looking. Uh, But either way, we've got loads of action packed episode. We've got some Dear Golf stories, which guys got from the email. Yes, that's the new feature running this week, Dear Rick. We've got some quick-fire questions. I can't speak today. Quick-fire questions coming from Facebook. And also, there might be, rumours have it, that I'm trying to get a coaching contract with one of the biggest names in boxing. There's only two letters, but yeah. We'll come to that that later on in the episode. So let's talk US Open first, Guy. I felt this is going to be a very serious, grown-up conversation about golf.
2: I'll try. Um, First things first, I've come to the conclusion, golf events should be two days. Saturday, Sunday? Saturday, Sunday, because I tried my best on Thursday to watch the golf, right? And I probably watched half an hour, because I almost feel like, what is the point?
1: I watched the highlights Thursday. Yeah. Just because I want to know who is who shot a who's great score, around the top. yeah. Who's yeah. who's had a nightmare first day, unexpected nightmare. Who's around the top? Who's you know there was two hole in ones on the first yeah, day, true. which was pretty amazing. And the guy who I can't remember his name, not Patrick Reed because he had one, but the other guy who had one on the thirteenth he got his hole in one, but on the seventh hole he actually hit the flag as well, and he could have easily got two hole in ones in the same day.
2: Mm, you sell it to me to some degree, but I just I just don't really want to sit uh, other than the Open, which I will happily watch Thursday to Sunday Masters. Masters I will as well. I don't know what it is with the other ones. I just don't get massively excited. Now I know again people listening who are probably really hardcore golf fans think I'm talking rubbish. That's just my opinion. However, what I did do then is I got a little bit more into it Friday, a little bit more into it Saturday, and then Sunday I committed to watching from Bryson's fifth Bryson and Matthew Wolfe's fifth hole through all the way to eighteen. Yeah. So I feel like I, I got a good amount on that last day to see how Bryson managed to dominate.
1: And that is I think that's the word for it. He he dominated his display of power, skill, finesse, intelligence far outweighed any of his competitors. As much as they tried, as much as they kept him right up until the bat nine come sunday and then he just absolutely tore away um yeah i mean going on that point here's my theory correct me if i'm wrong do you think we don't get into thursday friday certainly at courses at the us open and maybe the pga championship because we don't know the golf courses possibly. But then does that also weigh up for let's say when you played when you watch the Open Championship on a Thursday at let's say Royal St George's which might not which might yeah. be a course you're not familiar with, let's say.
2: I think for me, like I'm a very casual boxing fan. So like I'm not the kind of person that listens to boxing podcasts all year round, but when there's like a big Anthony Joshua fight, Tyson Fury fight, whatever it might be, I do get really into it and I often end up buying them on subscription for like 20 pounds to watch them. But the difference is the boxing certainly heavyweight boxing it can be over in one round. It could be over in the second round. You need to be watching it constantly from the bell to, to 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 not miss anything. But with golf, certainly with a major... Well, any tournament, but a major championship that starts on a Thursday at, like, say, 5 o'clock in the UK or whatever it might be. Well, in fact, it was earlier than that, wasn't it? It was on, like, lunchtime over here. I just don't really get that excitement. Like, if Tiger's playing, yeah, I do like watching Tiger clearly. But what fun do you get from watching Justin Roche at Level
1: par, let's say, on the first round? Yeah, and I wonder whether you, me, and probably hundreds of thousands of people around the world would have been watching Sunday night if, and no disrespect to these golfers, it would have been a head-to-head between Harris, Harry, Harris English yeah. and Louis Oustenhaizen. No, I wouldn't probably have been watching. You know, I, I was interested because of two counts. I wanted Matt Wolf. Mm -hmm. Up and coming, rookie, amazingly different golf swing. I really like his persona, his styling. He's cool, he's fresh for the game. You know, this idea of swing your own swing, he encapsulates it all. His coach, George Gankus, is just ridiculously cool, and what he's done for the golf game, again, is amazing. So that you've got him on one side of the spectrum and you have Bryson DeChambeau, you know, the, the mad scientist, the the beast, the Hulk who's put on all this weight, all this clubhead speed, all this power, but yet still acquires that kind of finesse and touch. I wanted one of those two to win. Yeah, me That too. was my only outcome. I wanted those two to win. I wanted it to be a close battle. I didn't want either of them to fall away by the wayside, and somebody that I'd, maybe I wasn't as invested in took victory. I just didn't want that. And that's why Sunday, I absolutely couldn't wait to get it to start. I was thinking about it all Sunday morning. Really? Yeah, and that's rare for me. Like, really rare. Because and more, if I'm honest, probably more in the camp of Matt Wolfe. Like, I wanted to know, how was he feeling that day? Like, he's just gone out and shot an, an unbelievable 65 on Saturday. Like, he was five under through the front nine and held on to the back nine. In fact, I watched a lot of golf on Saturday as well held on all the back nine to shoot level par back nine and finish five under. Like, how the hell does he go to sleep that night? What does he do? Does he go on social media? Does he not? You know, is when he wakes up that morning, he's got his outfit ready. Is he literally, you know, putting it on and thinking to himself if I win today, this, this is the outfit I'm going to be known for for the rest of my life. Am I
2: I, I don't think you can think like that. I know what you mean. I, think that's I feel like we're... I would.
1: Yeah, well, but, I'd like, be doing practice but, swings but in the mirror. That's why
2: we're not the world's best golfers, because I think they have to, to some degree, have the ability to switch off. Don't be wrong, I'm sure he was thinking some of those things and trying his best not to. But if they let it get to him so much, he would have just collapsed. Now, I, didn't, I know he didn't have the best ever final round, but he was still decent. Yeah, that eagle, yeah, when, he he, when he followed Bryson, with yeah, that I eagle mean, showed it real nine, Yeah. The only thing I noticed a little bit with him, I said this to you before, before we recorded, I actually got Abby to watch it with me. Abby got really into it, she was watching it, and she kind of noticed, and she did not really know much about golf, that he kept, like, after he missed a he was slamming the ground a bit and yeah. slapping his putter. And in terms of, I know it can be quite good sometimes to let some emotion out and then forget about it, I don't know if that held him back a little bit. His frustration, which I can understand, you know, he wanted to win. However, I think still for his profile to come second in the US Open will be so big because obviously we'd heard of him before, but there'll be a lot of casual fans who would never have really known who he is. Obviously he's got unique swings, that gets him some eyeballs, but the fact he's come second now from a marketing point of view from the the brands that sponsor him, I'm sure he'll get big bonuses and stuff for getting a top five in a major. That will massively now put him up to that next level. Um, and if he can handle that extra little bit of pressure he's going to get now into majors there's no reason why he can't go on to be an absolute beast
1: yeah uh, not for one minute i must admit that i think he was going to do it I just the odds were so stacked up against him even though he had a two-shot lead going into the final round he would have been the first ever uh de- debutant
2: yeah since was it 100 years or 107 something?
1: years so like ages? he would have been the first golfer ever to play in his first U.S. Open and win it, which you know that is just mental, um, and obviously all the pressure and everything else, and I, and I, j- I just knew that Bryson was not going to make a mistake, and he really didn't. So Matt Wolfe would have had to go out and shoot a three under; uh, he'd have had to shoot under par to win. And I think Bryson was the only player on the field yesterday that shot, shot under on, par. I, think he was. Uh, I mean, it's just a, an unbelievable display. So that's Matt Wolfe from a bit of that. Talk right. to me about Bryson.
2: I'm one of those weird people almost a horrible person who can sometimes dislike a golfer for how they swing it or how they dress I know that sounds stupid but naturally I have my favourite so for example I've never been a fan of Bubba I hate how he um, swings I hate the visors he wears, I hate how he plays a big watch on his wrist, I hate how he plays with a coloured ball, <laughs> I'm sure he puts his glove on, or has done. Things like that, I know it sounds so petty and so ridiculous, but I just
1: I just don't know why. I'm the sure things that a... you wouldn't do, I suppose. Yeah,
2: I'm sure he's a lovely bloke, and he's one majors. he doesn't really care what Guy Charnett thinks about him, I get that.
1: but I just, We had number one podcast in golf though right now, He should so. care what
2: I think. <laughs> um, but I just don't, I don't know what it is, I'll be honest. Now, similarly with Bryson, I hate the hats he wears. I know it shouldn't yeah. matter. People are listening, what he, but I just, I don't know why I don't like him. I think it looks better in a baseball cap. I wasn't a massive fan of how, well, I'm not a fan of how he, how he puts. I don't really have much feeling about the um, single length, if it works in whatever. So before lockdown, when he was kind of just the usual guy, and he's quite technical and quite nerdy, and density uh, and all that stuff, I wasn't really that fussed on him. But what I love is how he's got absolutely hench. Like, well, is that, yeah, that might not make sense in America, but he's put on a lot of weight. Beefed up. Yeah, he's beefed up. He's gone really strong. He's hitting the ball at like one eighty-eight ball speed, which is just ludicrous when you are playing in a major tournament with massive, thick rough down the side of the fairway. Um, and I think I like him more because it's annoying people, and people are hating on him. I can't understand how you can hate somebody for improving at the sport.
1: Yeah, he's he's definitely changed. He's leveled up. He has he has recognised that. You know he's an incredibly tell- intelligent person. I mean, I remember when he when he won the US Amateur, and he burst onto the scene of this kind of you know it was mad five scientist. Years ago? Is how that mad- what it was! But how quick he's gone! Unbelievable. I must admit, I, I don't know if it was this year. I think it was the start of this year um, in Dubai when he played. I think in January or February time. I did say by the end of this year he will be world number one. And I don't know if it's Where still possible. He now, absolutely, absolutely. He'll be top five, I think. I don't know if it's still possible. Depends what he probably does at the Masters now. But for me, he he comes at golf with a. It's nothing. It's guesswork. It is so unbelievably calculated. What is he now? It's five. He is five. Yeah. Uh, so what's top four now? DJ John John Rahm Justin Roles, Justin Thomas Rory Bryson. Bryson. Uh, is that and is that updated today? I think it is. Yeah. You know, so I, I feel like he could easily become world number one this year. And yeah. what I like about him as a person is uh, not as, as a person. This, I mean, this way it's different. As a I person, like I not know exactly, him as a person yet. I, I really like him. I think he's very well mannered. I think it's quite calculated to some description, but I think a lot of them are because of the media training and everything they go through. Um, but all the clips I've seen from him behind the scenes, I've even seen like funny little skits that he's done, like taking the. Um, um, he, he uh caddyshack he did a scene from caddyshack where he was pretending to be um like one of the characters and it was just it was a really insightful view of of him one of the weirdest things i remember seeing was that weird video that he posted on his IGTV. tv where he was in the gym and it was all weird dead, dead so weird. weird where he was like moving house and he was in the gym this was like his lockdown kind of vlog but there was no talking it was very very strange i mean i would i would suspect I, mean, I, don't, I don't. Is he married? Has he got a girlfriend? I think no. he's single. um Like, what does he do apart from
2: golf? I think it's all about getting about getting better at golf. Yeah. So, did you see that clip? He was on the range on Saturday night. Yeah, like yeah. It was dark, and then yeah. he left the floodlights on. And obviously, he's had to spend a lot of time in the gym to put so much weight on. And, and to be fair, you can tell it's muscle and a bit of fat. Like he's not absolutely shredded to the bone, like yeah. Rory, as you can see around his, his t-shirt when it's tucked in. So he's, he's, he's all, what the reason I'm saying that, I know it's a weird comment on his, his looks. It's not about that. It's about the fact that he's doing it for performance. It's not is. vanity, is it? Like no. if, he's, if he's doing it for vanity, he'd have like low body fat. He's doing it for performance, and apparently he wants to get even bigger for the Masters in November. Wow. Um, I don't have a problem with it. If, if, if hitting it long was the only thing that mattered, then the long drive guys would be on the PJ Tour winning when they're not. The only thing I thought was funny, and this sounds weird now, is how Cobra feel about it. Now, the reason to say that, obviously, I'm sure that absolutely over the moon that the arguably their marquee player now has won a major, amazing. But how much money they've invested into the one-length story and creating these one-length irons, yeah, no one's really going to talk about that now, it's about how far he hits it. Yeah, that's so true. And that's good for their driver. But at the same time, you kind of, because he's put so much weight on and he's gone so muscly and hits it so hard, it's clear that that's why he's in it further. It's almost irrelevant that he's got a Cobra driver. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, he could be using any driver. Yeah, so it's like he's using Cobra clubs. That's great for them, but his putting was class, which isn't a Cobra putter. His irons, I'm sure, obviously, were good. Up the stats, but his irons were great, but whatever. But his driving was phenomenal since he's come back with this massive, muscly physique. But yeah, I feel like almost the Cobra messaging gets lost a bit. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how they leverage React. that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think. Um... We we've spoke about trying to get a Bryson Driver. I think that's something we definitely need to get hold of because, like, say the specs again. It's like five and a half degrees, ridiculously. Yeah, I I think it's extra extra stiff, not stupid, like not long drive. But how well he puts it in play is just astonishing as well. Like he is ridiculously long, but he he drives it so friggin'
2: straight. And that rough was literally mad, and it was like a yard and he was in that quite a lot. But he was always hitting a lot
1: of fairways. I watched um, Eric Anders Lang. He does like a break 90 series. And I watched it around winged foot. It was, I was watching it almost cringing all the way around at the the fact, it made me nervous. What did he shoot in the end? 92. That's good. It made me nervous watching him. Like it was an uncomfortable, like every shot he hit was just so hard. Like this was talking about Eric. Like every shot he had to try and hit was just impossible. Like, yeah. Even if it's just a dead simple chip, it was so hard. Well, that's what I was thinking.
2: <laughs> this sounds obvious now. But not only is the rough long, obviously, where you hit your tee shot from, but let's just say an average golfer, we played that and we missed the fairway on a long par four, and we've now got 200 yards left in. Not only am I trying to hit a four iron or a hybrid or whatever out of long rough, if I didn't miss the green, which obviously I probably will do, the rough then just yeah. m- is, is massive. It's ridiculous. But then you put in your chip nowhere near, then you've got a 30-footer on rapid greens. That's
1: probably going to get three stabbed. So it was like, I'm double bogeying holes from one tee shot that wasn't actually that bad. Yeah. You, you literally have to. If you are going to hit it offline, you have to do what Bryson and Matt Wolf did. Just absolutely bomb do, it as you far you like as you
2: Do you like how the game's going with distance? One-word answer, then I want you to and elaborate.
1: Hmm. I don't know if I can do one word. Do I like how it's going? Let me just answer that one as a one-word. Yes. Okay. Okay. However, I've got mixed feelings. Okay. Let me explain. I've always felt, regardless of my ability, playing ability. That sorry, by the way. We're in a wedding venue and the a fridge, an empty fridge, actually. it's It's been a good wedding, but it has a little bit of a rattle going on when it's uh, working. It might just be on for five, ten minutes. Um, let, let me just pause it and we'll come back to that in a sec. Okay, so we've checked back the audio. I don't think you can hear the rattle. Um, so what i was saying is, yes, I like how it's going. I do. But as a golf professional, I must admit, certainly at my level, and I'm only talking now completely and utterly being selfish right now for me playing golf, I always felt like I could play golf with a tour pro mm-hmm. and be somewhat similar. And what I mean by that, my Best shot is like their best shot. Mm -hmm. It's like their normal shot, let's say. Yeah,
2: you smack one, that's what such a body might do every time. Yeah. I'm better.
1: Yeah, and I I feel like, you know, it was almost in reach. Not, and and again, I'm talking completely selfishly here now. I would play with Bryson and I would feel like I was playing a different game. I'd feel like he was playing a different game to me. I'd be so far behind that i don't eat i don't feel like i could quantify it and that's me and also let's say let's say seriously right now if i wanted to hand on heart say right for the next 5 years i'm going to quit everything i'm not going to play youtube i'm you know i'm going to move away from my family <laughs> i'm going to i'm going to play golf every single day and try and get on tour mm-hmm. because i know my good shot is as good as the good shots of best players in the world mm-hmm. right I'm not saying I'd do it but I feel like I'd be able to work really hard to get to a point where I'd, I'd could compete at a very high level not the best in the world but a very high level that that you know I honestly don't believe now I could like compared to Brighton but I
2: suppose it, um it kind of depends on how you're looking at it because I'm watching it to entertain myself so, for example, if I'm watching again, I'm going to go to boxing for a second, I know I can't fight against Anthony Joshua. He's
1: yeah. going to destroy me. It, and again, I'm I'm only talking from, from your an personal. absolute personal standpoint. From the world of golf, again, maybe this is, again, that I feel like in golf we are in an unbelievably unique position that we get to play golf on golf courses that the best players in the world play, whether that's open championship courses or wherever it may be. I feel like you at least play on the same level per, field and you're playing somewhat the same sport mm. i feel like now maybe more than ever that this new era of bryson DeChambeau, matt wolf or you know the big 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 hitters are now starting to play a different game like i do yeah. feel like that i don't think it's massively bad for golf you know, I, I think there's going to be a new breed of ridiculously long golfers. There is this concern slash worry about golf courses and the longevity of golf courses. And do they have to keep building really tough ones? But Bryson this this week was an anomaly in those stats. He was the only player to finish under par. Yeah, he was six under, but that was the only the nearest after that was Matt Wolfe at level par.
2: Yeah, I mean, for me personally, I've absolutely not got an issue with it. At the end of the day, somebody's always going to be the best at a sport and win an event, and they're going to do that by getting the ball in the hole in the least amount of strokes possible. So if he's found the way which he has to better himself, hit the ball long, leave himself easier shots into greens, even if he is in the rough, he's then going to put it closer, because he's closer to the hole to start with, and he has to roll the putts in, which he was doing, then it, it, I think it, it's fine. Sports do evolve. It's like in, in football or soccer now. The role of a goalkeeper has evolved. Now you've got to be amazing with your feet as well. They don't just want keepers that can stop the ball; they have to be a sweeper keeper where they can pass the ball. They can pick out a pass. They're comfortable with it in the feet as well, not just grabbing hold of it. Um, things just change. It might of be a, a, a fashion. It might. Go, it might go if somebody comes out. I mean, was not the longest guy in the world, is he? But he's all no. like was great with Zions. But this week he, did, he missed the court. I think. Didn't yeah, he? I think he did. He was like ten over or six over something. Anyway, so. I think people are going to hate it. It, it. I think it worries people. It scares people. People find it unrelated. But I want to watch golf in a way that I can't relate to. I want to watch someone hitting 188 ball speed yeah, and carry it 300 plus. True. Because if, if he's hitting at 280 and he's got 160 ball speed, I can just watch you in real life. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? No, really. Like, that's the thing. I know. No, I, I so, get that. I think that's why I've become a bit of a closet, well, not even a closet Bryson fan. I've become a bit of a Bryson fan because it, it's, it's annoying people and I like that yeah weirdly
1: well I, I just last night literally put a tweet out I'm just trying to find it right now and I, it went along the lines of are you happy that Bryson DeChambeau won yes or no and this was he was actually currently on the 17th hole when I asked this question so it's been up for uh, 14 hours we've had 10,000 votes are you happy Bryson have, has won this just out of interest I'm discussion in, discussing it on the podcast. I would have been interesting to know on this on other players as well. Yes, won, thankfully, by 60%. -hmm. So 40% of, of like, 4,000 people from my little poll that I did didn't want, are not happy that he won. Like, isn't that quite crazy? Like, I can't think, maybe bar Patrick (laughs) Reid, where those numbers would probably be the other way around, if not more. Like, what? Would would that be different for Matt Wolf? Would that have been ninety ten, or would that even been ninety nine? Sometimes,
2: though, it you have to have a profile in the first place for people not to like you if that gets yeah, that's that true. Like, I don't know enough about Matt Wolf to really care if he wins or not yet. And someone like Louis to is obviously a really successful guy. or was like a Zach Johnson who've won majors themselves, but I wouldn't really care if they win or not. So I think it's almost testament to Bryson in some regards that he has created a profile. Um.
1: I feel like I'm done with talking about golf now, Rick. No, I'm just reading some of these, like, some of these comments are mad. Like, a lot of them are positive, but, like, couldn't have asked for a worse outcome. Damn it. Now this will go to his head and totally over-inflate his already over-inflated ego. Oh, get a life. <laughs> Sad. Spend your
2: Sunday night tweeting about a golfer you don't like. Uh... He's won. Get over it. I know. Anyway. Anyway, speaking of, So that's our golf talk for the week. Done. I feel like we can relax now.
1: I feel like we've we've talked Whoa. about it for the year. It got it got too. This is the problem with golf. Like we got too deep. If it's just been a happy, happy, like oh, well done, whoever, Louis Houston, Louis and well done on your win next yeah <laughs>
2: well anyway you've not tuned into the rick shields golf show podcast to listen to us talk about golf have you let's be honest let's be honest so we've spent however many minutes let's collect 20 minutes there rick i'm guessing 25 25 minutes on not golf so no. sorry um, about that sorry for, listen, for our normal listeners yeah and also we've noticed which is really good that people listen to the podcast like well after they've come out so people might tune into episode one like today and then be on episode 40 in like four weeks So this is all old news, so hello to everyone listening to the future. And if this
1: is the case, tell me if Bryson DeChambeau is now world number one.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Let us know if we've got a flying car, because you could have by then. (laughs) Things change, things move fast. So the next thing we're going to cover, and we can't say too much about it, Rick, so I'm going to have to... I keep an eye and ear on everything you say to make okay. sure we don't cross any contractual... Well, not contractual, but we've not sign anything in embargo-wise. But we've said to Titleist, we'll review the driver, we'll give it the most honest, impartial review that you guys know you're going to get in your YouTube subscription feed. We can't say what date it's coming, but it's coming fairly soon. Can
1: we not say a date? No. Oh, I've already said a date somewhere else. Oh, okay. We'll,
2: re- <laughs> we'll once again... Um, if I said the 15th of October. <laughs> um that's not a date is it the 15th of October, but it it's sounds somewhere between
1: bit... the 14th and 16th of October. okay um
2: so there's two new drivers from Tightlist. there's a tsi 2 and T- tsi 3 i've hit them already hit them horrendously rick's hit them and hit them better than horrendously i would say you've hit them well
1: yeah decent
2: give me a little bit of a sneak give so the listeners a bit of a what i'm trying to think of a good word like what
1: I don't know what you're doing with me I liked it
2: last week when you said you were going to marinate something. I really enjoyed that. This is more like wetting the whistle.
1: So wet people's whistles, Rick. I'm an expert at wetting whistles. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so TSI 2, TSI 3 already weirdly the name rings off comes off from the tongue easy it does like when i first heard tsi and TS, tsi2 and tsi3 i was like oh i'm going to get really confused between ts2 and ts3 which are their current drivers old stock they are gone if you've got ts2 or ts3 in the bag now you are outdated you are indeed <laughs> um, so tsi2 is the bigger head yeah. Well, as you say all this. Bigger-headed, um, more forgiving model. Yeah, TSI 3 is slightly smaller.
2: Not talk about the tech too much, oh, but yeah, we'll just okay. talk about the difference. Yeah, it's fine.
1: Anyway, good drivers, look good, perform well. Um, we'll be coming to a full review very soon. But I've been on the golf course today. Hit them and uh, pleased, but we'll see in the full review. What I don't should, give you too much. What should someone do if they want to make sure they don't miss that review as soon as it drops? Well, it's very simple actually, Guy. I'm glad you asked.
2: So let me start thinking. I've got an iPhone, right? And I've got the YouTube
1: app. But well, I'm not, that, well that, that's a great I, start. I'm not
2: really, I don't use it. I watch your video, it just pops up. So what? I, I want to make sure that I don't miss that video on the 15th of whatever date it is. <laughs> so what do I need to do
1: next? 15th and not this month, but next. Yeah. Um, well, it's quite easy. You open YouTube okay, yeah, done on that. your phone and there's a, there's a little uh, magnifying glass right in the top right corner. Oh, yeah. You click that Okay. and a search YouTube comes up. Now, this is very simple. This is the easy bit. My name is Rick Shields. R-I-C-K, surname not as easy, but S-H-I-E-L-S. I Make always sure thought you your name was Shields. I know, tell me about it. Uh, got a red logo. Once you search now. that, yeah, a red logo with an R and an S on it. You click that. Yeah, done that. And on there, you will find the number one <laughs> YouTube golf channel in YouTube land. Yeah. Uh, you can see there Rick Shields Golf, picture of me. Yeah. That was ta- Believe it or not, that picture was taken three years ago. Yeah,
2: got a beard though. Maybe even good longer, still.
1: four years ago. So I've got to so subscribe. That should I? Should I? Should I, should I should so record? subscribe. So listen. Before you do that, don't be scared.
2: Oh, well, how much is going to cost me? Five ninety nine. I pay ten ninety nine a month for Netflix. I think it is. So is well, it... I,
1: well, today I'm going to do you a deal, okay? For you only, if you press that button today, yeah, it is going to be free of charge. Pressed
2: instantly. Pressed it.
1: No strings attached. You will sign up to the fastest growing, the best growing. I don't know what the best query means. <laughs> um, YouTube channel in the whole of golf and maybe even people say sport. May, hey, listen, some people I've even heard say the world, the best YouTube channel so in the I world. So why will now see that
2: video straight away or is in health after doing Yeah. okay. I know. Tell this me is, about this it. Is that, you're right, okay. I, I, I,
1: I wish it was that easy, I did. So right next to subscribe, there'll be a little bell. Yeah. Hit that bell. Yeah. And a little drop down will come down saying ah, notifications. Yeah. Now there's one there that says all that. So do I click that Just, one, yeah. I, yeah I, right, if I'm I was done. you, listen, I'm, I don't want to tell you what to do, but if I was you, I'd click that. And then once you've clicked that, you are subscribed to Rick Shields Golf YouTube channel. And when I release the video on the fifteenth of it's not October, <laughs> you will have a email. If you have the app notifications I turned on,
2: doing emails actually YouTube oh, right. anyway, anyway. You might anyway. still get an email.
1: You'll, you'll somehow some a, a, a pixie will fly down, whispering in your ear, going, "Rick released the title
2: this video." Watching. It'll be about ten minutes long, it'll be alright, it'll be decent.
1: It'll be the best review, in depth, honest, independent review you will see on the whole of the internet on the fifteenth of October. Good. Well so that, that video's gonna come out very soon.
2: That filled a couple of minutes. Uh, <laughs> um so we're not in this just yet, but we will shortly. Our new feature, dear Rick. Okay. Now we have had this last week, Rick, I told you before, off um I was gonna say camera, off mic. That our email inbox is getting inundated,
1: yeah, too, too full. It, I've turned it off on my phone. Yeah, of course. I've really, done it on my phone.
2: No, he's not. Um, it's really good though. And this week we're going to be not going to go through too many emails. Next week, I think. In fact, no. So next week I'm actually away on holiday. It's my 30th birthday. If nice. anyone wants to send me um, anything, feel free to do so. <laughs> we'll quickly set up a PO box address <laughs> so you can do that. Um, we're going to record another one on Friday, I think, with possibly a guest. So next week's might be a bit of a more casual chat and not so many features. The week after that, now I know I'm going a long way in the future here, we are going to go feature heavy. Whoa. We're talking Listener of the Week. We're talking your dear Rick's. We're talking your nightmare golf shots. You know it by now. What to do, emails, podcast at rickshields.com. Um, before that, though, I will just do a quick Listener of the Week because um, it was a good one, Rick, and I think you'll like it. Well, you like it as much as you normally would like one. It's no better, no worse. Now, I did see, actually, um, a comment on the podcast Instagram page. Somebody had written something like, big fan of the podcast, but I think you need to stop the Listener of the Week bit where you go over all the things that people have subscribed or liked because it's like self-promotion. Well, to that person, that is exactly what it is. It's um, unapologetically. We want people to subscribe on every platform. This week's Listener of the Week is Andrew, right? Now, annoyingly, I can't quite pronounce his surname. I'm going to go with Nawsley. It's N-A-U-S-L-E-Y. Okay. Andrew Norsley Okay.
1: I even like, just like to call him Andy.
2: <laughs> I call him Naws, though, because I'm a big fan <laughs> of him, and I'll, you'll soon see why. So he's put high guy and Rick, so straight away, got my attention, he's in, he, he, he's got a... Subject? Uh, subject was simply, da-da-da-da-da, guy and Rick, listener of the week, so straight away. Oh, he's, he, he's, he's got he's, he's, He he's knows a, how to
1: work the system. Andy
2: is a box ticker, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> on his uh, curriculum vitae, he should just write at the top, I tick boxes, because he does. That's what he does.
1: Professional bot t- um, box So there tick you go, co-
2: guy. I followed the main rule. Now the rest of the criteria. So he's gone screenshots galore as well. Member of the Rick Shields Golf Show podcast group on Facebook, brackets founder member. Ooh. Boom. Follow the Rick Shields Facebook page. Subscribe to the podcast on Spotify. YouTube subscriber to both
0: pages. Here's a cool fact. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So, if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates. Like
1: Sandra, start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash/achieve today.
2: Second of which, we'll start getting videos uploaded yeah, possibly yeah. next week. Yeah. Instagram follower on both the accounts. TikTok follower. Um, wow. Fun fact: I previously had one of my questions right on the air uh, on on the past episode. I was one asked if there will ever be Rick Shields merch available. There you go. there may well Andy, be. Andy, you'll,
1: per- you'll be the first in line for the Rick Shields merchandise.
2: Um, and then he's got all his screenshots for evidence. Because it's all well and good saying those things. Anyone can lie. Um, anyone's partial to he's th- lie. Screenshots. So he's got, Inst- he's got TikTok. <laughs> he has got um, the second channel. He's got the main channel. He's got the Spotify. He's got the Facebook. He's got the main Facebook. The Rick Shields golf show. He actually follows me as well, so that gave him a little that gave him a bonus point. Um, but yeah, ticked all the boxes, and he's from Missouri in um, the USA.
1: Very good, Andy. There was a bit more there's a
2: bit more in that, but that was that was enough air time. Yeah. So so.
1: listener of the week, congratulations for episode number forty for our one millionth download episode. You are the listener of the week. Dun, 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 dun.
2: Why don't we then, Rick? Let's set something up now. Everybody gets the list from the week applications in
1: Podcastrickshields.com. I feel like we need an application form. Possibly do. Make your own form. <laughs> a downloadable form that people <laughs> have to fill out.
2: The person right who gets it for episode fifty. So in ten episodes' time. Okay. We'll have to do something big. All right. I don't know what. No. Maybe that can be the what I don't know. Not just like a, a prize,
1: like a, something. Okay. um a phone call a facetime phone call maybe we can f- call them little, and insert into the podcast little nine holes golf if you're local
2: yeah if you're in yeah okay if you're in the uk and you can get to the marriott worsley park we've maybe play to, nine holes. to nine holes um you could witness the 12 yards in action
1: which is obviously what you want to see <laughs> you can watch rick you'll see guy hit driver once yeah when it's when he's no risk
2: I've got no out of bounds, I've got a massive. I feel, like, right? I
1: feel like I don't know your golf game anymore because when we played only a few weeks ago and we discussed it on the podcast, you were dialed in. Like yeah. you were, you were there. I, like I'm a good I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I shut lights out to win just, but you were there. Yeah. Now you're telling me driver. You don't know where it's going again. I'm a hustler, baby. I just want to know. <laughs>
2: um, so uh, let's talk about your dear Rick. You okay. ready for this? I'm ready. Now, we need a theme tune to this. Maybe when we get to, like, over a year old, maybe, like, November time, we should actually insert some jingles into the podcast. It's more work, admittedly. Um,
1: <laughs> well, we're thinking of recruiting anyway, so that, that'll that be good.
2: Yeah, actually, that would be really good. So, dear Rick, now, I need to be fay- paying full attention to this, okay? Me too. Because you need to get really... Um,
1: oh, me me, ta- me paying full attention? Yeah, because you need to answer this. Okay, and it's, I'm, I'm,
2: I'm listening it, he's, as he's always. He stayed anom- anonymous, which is good, because we actually said, if you want to stay anonymous, oh, let us know. But it's wow. not like... So basically, it says, Dear Rick and Guy. So straight away, he's ticked the box. It says, Dear Rick, forget <laughs> this me called for called Dear minute. Rick. You forget me. You don't even have to have me on it at all. But the title was just Dear Rick, and it's put Dear Rick and Guy. So it's perfect. Um, I've not said the person's name. I've I? I just said it's anonymous. I was about to say it. Then. Dave. No, yeah. Okay, you can be called Dave. <laughs> it's not Dave. Um, I've been playing golf on and off for 30 years. Okay. I started when I was 11 years old and I've had a few breaks on the way due to university and some of the life changes. Nice. I'm my best. I was a sick handicap, but that was before a mortgage, wife, kids, you know, the usual yeah.
1: stuff. The, the stuff that stops you from playing golf. The rubbish stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Joking. The life stuff.
2: Uh, these days I'm playing a 14 and it's drifting up. I get off the course about once a fortnight and if I'm lucky, I can get to the range a couple of times in between that. So I know I'm not playing enough to improve, but I am getting worse, and a lot worse. Added to that, I've developed some chipping yips, which Rick's going to relate into that. <laughs> Probably started because of a technique, but I haven't been able to get consistent playing time to fix any of the issues, and I'm not sure a lesson is worthwhile because I can't practice with a pro. Whatever they tell me, I can't practice. This all collectively adds up to me not having much fun on the course anymore because my standard of play is so far beneath what I know I'm capable of, which is, if he's off six before, yeah, he knows exactly. that's true. That must be
1: hard. Um,
2: I've lowered my expectations, but I'm so far away from where I can be, it's continually depressing. I've got some rounds booked through to the end of the year, and after those are done, I'm seriously thinking about either quitting or taking a long break from the game. Any advice, Rick? So just before you answer this, you could make or break this guy's career.
1: I was listening. Yeah. Yeah. But just tell me why? Why did he not want lessons again? Just because he feels
2: like, say, if he goes for a lesson, he says you need to change X, Y, and Z, get in this position. He can't then actually practice enough to put right. that in play. Um, and, and not that he said this now, but it might be a case of like he thinks financially, if it's fifty quid for a lesson, he can't really work on yeah, it. It yeah. might be money down the drain. So,
1: yeah, I mean that would be my. I feel like I need to come into Derek mindset here. I might have to get like a white coat and like some, some, a pair of glasses. some glasses yeah. or something. Pipe maybe. So obviously it's from what he's saying there i understand i can relate to quite a lot of it in some regards because i understand life does get in the way family mortgages work etc if you are a recreational golfer it is hard to play golf like it takes 100%. a long time and
2: it's a long game to actually That's play what i
1: mean so, like, you're only playing once every two weeks is very tough and only getting a couple of practice sessions in between that, again, quite challenging on you. So every time then you go and play, you probably, you know, you go with some expectation level because I think that's one of the things that I fear the most is when I'm personally, I'm talking about me again, it's all about me, when I get to a point where I'm, I can't hit the shots that I knew I used to be able to hit. Yeah. Well, I can still hit the shots that I should be able to hit like if he was a six handicapper he's played at a good level he's shoot, used to shoot in mid 70s yeah and now he's struggling to break 90 yeah yet he'll think in his head that he's still a six handicapper yeah. like those thoughts don't go away you know so that must be quite a, a hard thing to overcome to some regards regards to chipping yips i think this is where possibly we should start yes i understand going for a lesson is expensive i get it but if you can, if you can even get onto some sort of a of a course, so, so the one way of being able to reduce the cost would be to go onto some of these. Um, I'm trying to think of what they call. Like well, a just just,
2: just as well. He's not necessarily said it's too expensive. It's just my interpretation that he thinks he can't get enough practice in as well. So I get it's, what like, you mean. It's like, he might have the money, he might be a millionaire for all I know, but he doesn't think that what he gets told by a Rick Shields or whatever, a coach, he's then not going to be able to put into practice, which, so let's hear your take on that as well yeah. as, as the financials also.
1: So, well, let's take the first take that he might feel like he gets too much information. I would just be super transparent with the coach that you go for and just go, right, and I used to get this loads when I was coaching at Trafford. I would ask the question, how much are you going to get a chance to practice? How much mm-hmm. And I'd say to him, please be honest. Like, yeah. please tell me the honest truth. Don't lie to me and tell me you're going to go seven days a week because you're not. Pointless, yeah. Tell me what you're going to do. And actually, a lot of them then would, would actually turn around and go, I'm going to ask for Rick. I'm probably not going to practice this. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. That's absolutely fine because that changes my whole mindset in how I'm going to tweak your game now. I'm going to give you information that you can change now this second yeah. that you don't have to practice that is going to instantly help you improve so
2: you're saying if he goes on a lesson route just be honest be open be dead honest and cards say, on the table
1: i cannot have time to practice it's just not me i just don't do it and and the coach then will be able to adapt a lesson so that he might look at you and go freaking hell you grip really could be changing it however he's just told me he's not gonna practice yeah. i'm not gonna change his grip I'm going to make a couple of little tweaks and changes. I'm going to open the face up a little bit. I'm going to get him to aim a bit more left and feel like he's cutting across it. Whatever it may be, something that's very simple to actually take away directly from the Maybe lesson. a drill he could do at home would a be drill, handy. A drill at home are, are going to be amazing or just something that you can do five minutes before you go and play. Yeah. Something that's that's not too much of a high-maintenance drill.
2: So in terms of coaching, then I think we've kind of covered that. He should just, if he wants to coach, get the coaching. And just be dead just on be honest.
1: honest, go. Or seek out some sort of like boot camp style yeah. coaching because it, it's very popular now where you go as a like a seminar like a short game seminar mm-hmm. where you can go and spend maybe half a day the, the cost would probably be about the same as a one hour lesson but you're actually going to get five or six hours with a coach over half a day so you can actually there get training practice under the watchful eye of a coach and be able to kind of work it that way and that again hopefully I know, I'm not saying it's a perfect scenario at this, but at least then you'd be able to take away with you some information that you can can take into the next round of golf that you uh, you go and play. Last point: When should you give up or should you have a break? I actually don't think a break's a bad idea. Really? Yeah. I'm not saying quit. Do you think you will return though if he does break? Yeah. I, that is a maybe try and book something exciting for the future mm-hmm. that you want to play. So let's say there's a golf course that you desperately played, you've never played before, arrange with you and a couple of pals, you're gonna play that golf course in March next year, and you plan to pick up the golf clubs again in maybe February or whatever it may be. But yeah, have December, January off. Like take your mind off it. It does help. Like having a bit of a respite, you're dead right. You know, I've never not thought if I've ever had a bit of a time off from golf, I've never, obviously it's my job, I've never not once thought I'm not going to pick it up again. Yeah, You might be different with that. Yeah. Because I know you kind of go in and out of spells. Yeah, I do, for sure. Like, do you have to keep on it to stay focused on it? Or, like, if you dropped it for a few months, you've, I, you do know you what? find it hard to pick it back up again? What, the love of it or the ability? Just the, more, more, maybe the love and the, the no, actual motivation my, my of the clubs out my there. My
2: relationship with golf now is that I might only play 10 times a year, but that's, that's okay. I think as well, what's weird for me is, I know that if I went out tomorrow, I even have not played for a year, and I played at a par 72, I'd expect to be around the 80 mark, because that's just what I've played most of my life. But I wouldn't be... That's obviously not amazing, is it? I wouldn't be able to break par. But I think, like, for me, just want something. I know it's it, this is, is clearly dear Rick. It's not dear Rick and Guy chipping in. But just just <laughs> a little thing, what I'd like to hear maybe your take on more, and something that I asked you before, actually, is, I've recently got back into the gym doing weights, and honestly, I'm so weak, it's ridiculous. Like, I can't believe how weak I am. But equally, it was about six months ago before lockdown, I last really did weights. So in one way, I'm lifting weights thinking, this used to feel absolutely easy, and now it feels hard. I almost can't comprehend that. So that's quite negative and quite gets you down. But then I was thinking, actually, why don't I try and look at this a different way and think, when I was going to the gym six months ago, I didn't see myself as strong. But actually, I must have been fairly strong to lift weights that I was doing, if you're with me. So maybe what this person should do is is actually think, well, I can't play golf as much now. I've got wife, I've got a wife, sorry. I've got children, I've got... Wives. It's- yeah, I've got wives. I've got a wife, got children, got a house, got a mortgage, got a busy job, whatever. Well, I can't be as good as I was because of all these factors, but maybe appreciate that you were a good golfer when you had less of those things in your life and just actually enjoy getting out. I know it's easier said than done if you're losing ball after ball, but just see it as a different sport now. Yeah. See it as a different. It's a
1: different time in your life. It's a different. You press reset, and you you you've had that life, and now you're coming back into it as maybe a 19 I handicapper, mean, but
2: enjoy it. Another silly analogy. I know it sounds stupid. Let's, I don't know how this guy is. Let's just say he's 40. I'm sure he's not in as good physical shape as he was when he was 20. Probably isn't. Yeah. Is he? But yeah. when you were 20, you were a single guy, maybe. Yeah, yeah. You lived for going to the gym. You burnt off food because you played soccer or football ever. Whereas now you're forty, you might have a bit of a belly, but you can't. Kind of, well, I'm a father. I've got a wife. As long as I'm fairly healthy, like it, you just have a different expectations, don't you? Yeah. So,
1: and I must admit that's something I've kind of every now and again leaned on a little bit. If I've if I've played badly, I think to myself, well. Yeah. Yeah, but also, you've you played badly because that time that you were going to practice, you ended up spending time with your kids, putting exactly. them to bed or taking them to the park or whatever it may be. So you can almost spin it on that and go, well, actually, that time that I, I could have been spent practicing, I might have missed out on other things that I I didn't miss out on, like taking the kids to school or seeing them, you know, seeing them play at night or whatever. So I'm going to try and condense this, Rick. Let me know if I'm on the right page.
2: You should go for a lesson if you thinks you should. Be honest. And just be honest about it. and just And also, maybe realign his expectations just enjoy being out there and remember that he's not as much time as he used to have and whatever he shoots he shoots
1: and if you do want a break have a break but try and put something in the future that's going to hook you back into the love of golf that was very pleasant Rick I
2: like that so if you want to feature on next we've actually had loads of good emails in and we might use some of those but equally if you've got a good dear Rick and you want to feature next week all you have to do is email podcast at rickshields.com. I feel like I want some cheating ones like cheating, like on the golf course like, or no, in like, a relationship. I,
1: <laughs> I play golf with a cheat help. Yeah,
2: Any, it can be anything. If also like we said last time, it's really helpful that person did. If you want to be anonymous, say it in your email. Um, I feel like that was. It's kind of a good way for people to get things off the chest as well. I like it. I like it. In Make serious podcast. I
1: know. Help helps also me, us, everyone listening to put. Uh, you know. Um, put their feet in someone's different shoes and that sometimes makes your own situation seem different sometimes even better potentially you might you might appreciate your own situation after listening to someone else's
2: do you want some quick fire questions or well we say quick fire medium quick fire these are from the facebook page um josh josh i nearly lost my teeth then josh has asked what's rick's favorite video he's ever made so far I, I'll broaden this out and leave it, get you have a, a top three. It's a good question, isn't it? It's hard, because you often get lost in the trap of going off ones that have those views.
1: I've just gone to the channel, most popular. I know you I know, I know your brain works. Um, okay, here are the ones that I've enjoyed. I'll give you five, not when we count it, and you can... I, won't, I, uh, I might struggle <laughs> to get that many. <laughs> um, number one. All right. Actually, he's proper number one. I think so. Okay. I think so. Go on. Tall Paul. Tall Paul. Which Tall Paul? Any. Any Tall Paul. And it's more because of him. Yeah. Like I loved filming with him. Yeah. I loved, you know, he's such an amazing person.
2: Give, um, I'm sure people listening know, give Tall Paul an intro in one
1: sentence just so people know who he is. Tall Paul is a man called Paul Sturgis who is an ex-professional basketball player, actor... He is a seven handicapper. Yeah. And he's done all that while being the tallest man in Europe. How tall is he? Six foot nine? He's a little bit bigger than that. Go on. Seven foot seven and a half inches. Yeah. He's a beast. But not a only that, well. he's such a bloody lovely guy. I mean, its I've now, it's taken me probably a long time to, to think of Paul as Paul. Not of his height. Not as... I know I call him tall Paul because it's easy to remember, but I think of Paul as a person. Yeah. I know it sounds awful like that. Do you get what I mean? Like, um, I think you know, people would quite easily just think of Paul at his height, but I I like think, him as a person. I think to some degree, though,
2: he the, he, he obviously acknowledges that because without being rude, that. he wouldn't be filming with you if he wasn't seven. If he was two, he probably wouldn't have done because he wouldn't have been Europe's tallest man. What about then, I've got another question for you, and I'm going to try and pick one as well, a slept-on video, so a video on the channel that you really like that hasn't done that well in views that people listening who might not Well do go quite old as well maybe. So people might go after this podcast, oh we'll try that video. You know, mm. like one that's not popped massively. Because there's been a lot of videos that haven't really popped. Um say so I'm gonna i I'm gonna give two. I think I've got one. Go on, do you wanna hit yours, see if it's one of mine?
1: Quite a recent one. Okay. Which I didn't think i think deserved much more praise and it was probably the hardest video I've ever 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 made ever okay to the point where the next day i pretty much was bed bound thousand balls yeah yeah that was a good video i tried to hit a thousand golf balls in one day honestly that was one of the hardest videos i've ever ever had to do it was boring (laughs) it was hard my hands were aching my hands my feet were aching everything was aching the next day, I was literally bed-bound, promise you. It's had 327,000 views. It's not worth getting out of bed for, that, is it? Literally, we could do that in a five-minute coaching yeah. video. But either way, it's not all about views, but that was one that I th- felt like deserved much more praise.
2: I've got two here, and weirdly, I've scrolled down the, the YouTube page. They're actually released within a week or so of each other, and I couldn't believe. The first one is the one we did at Q School. So it's oh, called becoming a pro golfer on the tour, and it's only thirteen minutes long. So it's quite quick pace. Essentially, myself and Rick obviously, Rick you'll see in the video clearly. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I, I was there. Yeah, Rick came with me. Um, <laughs> we, we we went to Spain, and you filmed the video Lumina, which was the qualifying school for the European Tour. It was a mini documentary. It's quite artsy. It wasn't our usual editor. We brought something different, and um, it was just a real insight to what it takes to get onto the European Tour, and. I think that was a really good video. And the other one I've, I've picked out, which has done a bit better, actually, was when we played with Robin Tiger Williams. Oh, yeah. So it's called, uh, simply called Playing Golf with a New Tiger. And obviously, it's a, a boy, well, a man, I suppose, now, called Robin Tiger Williams, who is a golfer who played in the Junior Ryder Cup, who is incredibly talented. And it was Rick playing with him at the Belfry. Uh, he's an unbelievably intelligent, switched-on, polite young lad who's an unbelievable golfer. And that was a video that's kind of done all right in hindsight. It's had nearly 400,000 views, but... I bet it's one a lot of people listening haven't watched. And if you want to see someone that can play golf properly, watch that video.
1: I'll tell you one as well. I've just gone as far back as that. When I played with Padraig Harrington. Yeah, Henny Goyle. Yeah, Goyle, go uh, you know, or Max Hopkinson, yeah, who was ridiculous unble- off plus three when we played at the British Masters at, in the Pro-Am. I've got another one as well. It's only 167,000 views. And then just below that,
2: you've got uh, when we played NASA Hakatoka. Oh, God, yeah. So that's only 155,000 views. What? Which, I know, And please, if anyone's listening, don't think this is some weird flex at how many views we get because those actually aren't particularly good views for what the channel should get. It's just that sometimes, and certainly recently, we'll film a club with like a gimmicky illegal golf club that you'll blow up because people want to see it and we love making those videos because they're fun. But some of these videos logistically have taken a lot more planning, you know, organising with people to meet them at certain locations going a long way for us to get there. Like obviously the Spain, when we had to go to Spain, We're filming loads of these aspiring European tour players. We've got some really in-depth behind-the-scenes interviews with them, and yet it kind of doesn't do anywhere near as good. It's a bit disheartening sometimes. It's it's
1: mad how so many of them sat in that 150s, 160 mark that are amazing videos. The world's first Rick Shields putter. Yeah, that was a great video. That was such a good video. Again, it's done nothing. 85,000 views.
2: Anyway, that was uh, quite quick I'll tell you another one,
1: playing with uh, Aaron Moon. Yeah, that's that's One-legged golfer. Again, that. Such an amazing story! How he got his leg blown off in you know in in combat. I mean, it's unbelievable. Uh, yeah, it did really do well. Um, Either way.
2: Another question for you then.
1: Do I answer what my favourite one is then?
2: Um, you, you went with tall Paul. I you tall Paul. Oh yeah, says.
1: and also swingless driver. Yeah.
2: So that's an um, example of one that didn't take that much work, but yeah, it blows
1: up. Uh, but I really like that video. I'm playing at Lake Nona. A lot I'm of playing videos. at TPC, <laughs> TPC Sawgrass.
2: Right, Ian's asked. When are you going to get a top p j um pro an interview for the podcast?
1: I oh, like a proper proper like pro a proper pro we've spoken about this a lot haven't we yes, and it's and it's do we do we want them <laughs> I think if we were gonna have it and this is honestly god's honest truth, because we've had some opportunities now, and you know i've not not jumped at them as such so I'm on the podcast. We've turned down one that I regret, actually. And it's not a player. A podcast? Yeah. guest? Yeah. You would know to say who? I think I can. I'm trying to think. Who if have we if we're not had on? Think
2: of somebody that's a club builder, a club maker. Scotty. Very close. Bob. Yeah.
1: Bob Vokey. Yeah. yeah well, we, I think that was a time when we didn't quite know where we were I at with them. We have the,
2: done it now. Yeah. We did, we, we Basically, probably we got offered a chance to do a, a podcast with Bob Vokey. And we turned it down, didn't we? We both had the same idea yeah. because we were concerned that us doing an interview with Bob Volke, looks like we're being very pro-titlist and it almost come across as a sponsored thing, which obviously it wouldn't be. And we turned that down. I think now the podcast got to in the audience we've built up and the,
1: the way we chat it would work. Um, I, think, I think bringing a guest on would either need to be like a, a section in the podcast yeah. or they'd have to be sat with us. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Because if it was just over the phone, which obviously the modern world is at the moment, like I'd love to talk to Bryson today. Mm-hmm. I would, but they have to just be a quick ten minutes. Yeah. Like because otherwise they've got to be in the room, and I would love it in the room. We're talking about dear golf. Get their take on it. Dear yeah. Rick, get their take on it. Exactly. Do you know what I
2: mean? Yeah. I think if we just sat down with Bryson now, because it would be, and said, "How how do you feel winning your major?" Oh, yeah, you know, I feel great. I've like insane, you've heard it? it on every interview. It has to be, like, aligned to our podcast. So maybe if people keep downloading it, we might do that. Yeah. Um, okay, another quick one. Um, hi, Rick
1: and Guy. When did What did you do with your hole-in-one ball and club? That's a great question. It is currently still... So I've got five, three, five things from that hole-in-one that I want to keep and frame. Okay. I know it's three years gone now, but I do. The 7-iron that I hit, mm-hmm. Wilson V6, 7-iron. I've, I've got that exact club. I used a made TP5 golf yeah. ball. I've still got that exact golf ball. I've got the the open qualifying scorecard that I had. Mm-hmm. I've got the actual flag, the nice. open flag at West Langs, which I, I stole. What do you think the fifth thing is? T. I, I, no, no, I didn't keep the T. Um. After the round, I got presented with oh, an, a tie. A, yeah. a, the Open Championship tie, which That's apparently cool. only people with holding ones and the Open champion himself wins or gets presented one of these ties. That's very cool. So I think one day I'll put it in a really nice little trophy cabinet of some description. Um, Keep it all hopefully nice. Hopefully I know where the golf ball is. I, I definitely know where everything else is. I'm not sure about the golf ball. Yeah, I've I'll just I've put a TP5 in. Two holes in yeah.
2: I've had two holes in one. The first one was like when I was fifteen, no idea what the ball is. Last one was about two thousand fifteen, it was a Nike resin, platinum. Gave it to my niece weirdly, I think she's lost it probably. Nice. So I thought it was quite cool, giving it to her and others think she wasn't actually that bothered at the time, she's probably about four. Um, I
1: must admit you see players on tour again watching the golf this weekend where They've held out, or they've hit an amazing shot, or they've won a tournament. They're signing the ball and giving it away. Yeah, I find that like like Matt Wolf when he shot his sixty-five on Saturday. That is an iconic round of golf. Signed the ball, gave it to the marshal or something.
2: And I think some people don't care about material things, do they? That, no. that's right or wrong. But like if you look at footballers after a match, a lot of them want to swap shirts for the players Hell and yeah. keep them. And like, oh, I want to keep that. Cause I've got Messi's shirt or. Lampard shirt a few years ago ever I don't know why I chose Frank Lampard other footballs <laughs> ever I just did um, Was other footballs I don't think i that bothered yeah I'm, it's weird isn't it yeah I'm not that bothered about keeping things like my brother for example that keeps loads of stuff I do not really bother me yeah but, I'm
1: probably a bit more of a keeper and a bit more of a hoarder I wouldn't massively want to give something of value personal value away so much but either way um, I'll be honest I don't know how I rank this
2: podcast so far um, what are you thinking Probably like a 6 out of 10. Mm. What do you think? Too much golf, maybe? Possibly. <laughs> um, but, having said that, it's meant we've got it out. We've recorded it Monday. It's going to be out for Tuesday, probably first thing in the morning. So we right. can have it ready in their inbox. Next week's will be better, probably. Yeah, have got a guest. Um The week after that will be really good. So, it'll all be back to normal. Um, is, I don't think this is a bad one. No, I don't think it's a bad one. I, um, yeah, I don't know. Just Just saying. <laughs> I'm not saying like, I'm not saying that old again. I'm just saying it's,
1: um... For a millionth download podcast. I, th- I thought it was super chill. Just a quick
2: one, actually, yeah. On Amazon, I just, this is really sad to say, and I appreciate people don't. Amazon Music you have to pay for, but Amazon Music app you don't, and they're putting podcasts on there for free. So even if you listen to us on Apple or on Spotify, if you wanted to be a super, super, super top fan, you could download Amazon Music and subscribe to us on there as well. Just...
1: You know what we've not talked the, about? Go on aj oh yeah <laughs> so basically I, I i believe golf's becoming cool yeah i really cool do. Lure, definitely cool well yeah yeah cool I do. Lure, for sure i think there's so many now like celebrities mainstream celebrities either from pop culture someone like a, a macklemore or from sports like david beckham was out with his kids recently playing golf mm. i mean that is cool more recently on Instagram and Twitter over the weekend, Anthony Joshua. You might be able to uh, like ana- uh, introduce him better. Is he a heavyweight, champion, heavyweight of champion of the world? Right. Yeah. Heavyweight champion of the world, yeah. Heavy heavyweight champion of the world. UK guy, absolute beast. Um, put a twi- tweet, 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 <laughs> tweet. What they call these days? Tweet, tweet on. What they call tweet? That's tweet. Yeah, they call it tweet. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I sound like a proper dad. Put a tweet on one of those Instagram posts <laughs> that he's uh, he's been kicked out by Ping and he's got a full set of clubs and he wants some lessons. So I put a little cheeky comment on there um, offering lessons. However, I said there was a catch. I kind of uh, called Anthony Joshua out, heavyweight like champion c- of the world. warrior. I said, I'll help you out. However, you've got to drop the iron head covers because on his irons at the moment, he had head covers on, which... Uh, For such a strong man.
2: But, right, head covers on irons, I don't use. I've done this before in the old Change My Mind section, which I may bring back because some people quite liked it. But if you're new to golf, right, I'm not saying he has a cover on his phone, he may do, why would... You've got a putter cover on, your head cover on your driver, your three-wood, your hybrid. You're given a set of irons, and someone goes, oh, these keep them nice from banging against each other. And you go, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I'm carrying this bag around, of course, with um, eight metal objects banging against each other. So my phone's in a cover because um, I don't want to drop my iPhone I have to buy a new one and break the screen so actually I may as well put these on to protect them from getting dinks and then why would why would that be weird it's just not, why should he drop them it's not very cool is it does Joshua need to be cooler though maybe he's too cool maybe he's thinking I want to look less cool maybe <laughs> it's going to make him cool now that's a challenge for you right I've got a challenge for you <laughs> right this is going to be a podcast exclusive next video we film put iron head covers on
1: we all and see if, we can,
2: see if we can, yeah, do it right now. <laughs> see if we can make it fashionable.
1: After I've slagged them off so much. That, that's
2: the point. Podcast listeners will know. And anyone that's not a podcast listener will be out of the loop. Right. Iron head covers. Think about it. I'm on Amazon right if now. If you're buying for, I mean, I've not got any, but if you're buying forged irons and the 20 quid and it and it, and it keeps them what better the, condition.
1: What are the worst ones?
2: I, don't, I wouldn't get, don't get zippies. Graphite
1: if You know what you don't like as well? The um the plastic ones. You know, like mould to the head. Oh, I don't mind,
2: the Castle you know Bay's. Is that what they're called? Well there is a brand called Castle Bay that makes head covers. I quite
1: like just the leather slip ons.
2: Let's just cut that bit and just put that as a <laughs> teaser for the podcast. Like them. Oh no, they're horrendous. <laughs> Rick show me a one that looks like. Is that you know like when if you have a pin guy ping iron brandy has like those little things on it you just take off? Do you not like them? It's like a credit card holder for your iron. No, they're dreadful. Well, maybe you get it. If you like them, you get them.
1: No. Well, I don't like any of them, if I'm honest. I feel like I'm kind of being pressured into this, but... It's all fun. I will get some. Um, I can't... What are you thinking, like... Anything? Just you know, so these are the ones you don't like, aren't Let's they? Let's have
2: a look. If they've got the zip down. <laughs> the ones that are more for graphite, they have, like, a zip that goes down the <laughs> oh, shelf. These,
1: these are really bad because they're black and yellow. Looks like you've got a bag full of bumblebees or something, a or wasps. These could be the ones.
2: Get them. They, they, that not Yeah, get
1: them. Can I get black and grey? Black red, and black and red. They don't do black and red. Black and white? Well, black and white will do.
2: Them? Yeah. I'll tell you what, Then after a video, what I've got to do, put them on your irons, right? Do an Instagram post, and we'll make up a caption. Or maybe you could email us the caption. Email podcast at rickshields.com with Rick's Instagram caption, and we'll pick the best one.
1: Oh, my God. And what things do things we do for our part? And if you listen this far in, you're a proper... Well, th- yeah, podcast this is proper fan. fizzled off. It was a sick, It was maybe an eight or seven out of ten before. Now it's gone down to like a four. I'm still not convinced about those ones.
2: You know what's the worst bit of this podcast now? There were people who were listening to it in the gym, like on the treadmill. like you have done a good workout. And they're getting to the end now. They're absolutely knackered. <coughs> and we're just chatting
1: on absolute nonsense. Talking about the Iron No motivation. motivation. I'm literally now... <clears throat> Ooh. I'm going to show you these. Okay. I'll try and describe them to the I, audience. I, I want you in... in Less than three seconds, yeah. tell me a golfer oh, that we God. both know that would definitely have these on uh, the on I know going to
2: be already. Rob Potter.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> Get them ones. <laughs>
1: these are leather yeah. head covers. Maybe pleather. Uh, one side synthetic leather, it says. Yeah, yeah, so pleather. Which on one side is stitched with either three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, a wedge. Yeah. Pitching wedge and sand wedge, which is okay. It's not It's not the end of the world. On the other side, skull and crossbones. Yeah. Am I doing this? Now I've never, ever, ever, ever seen this on Amazon ever before. Okay. This item cannot be returned. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty pounds.
2: Yeah, get that, and they'll do.
1: Come here tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And we'll we'll um so yeah, this is, this podcast is going to be out on Tuesday. So you need to get email in really quickly, or actually I'm you could right you could um, uh, DM bang. us on Instagram, which is at the Rick Shields Golf Show. However, you want to get in touch, but it's be
1: quick. Him. He's bought them. He's got them. Thank you for your order. Perfect. Um, I've, that, I must admit, I bought some crap right, in my time. The kind of That's caption. The, the
2: kind of I'm thinking of, and this could even be it. But it would be for people like. So you put a picture on every bag. Yeah, irons in there, head covers on. Just a single caption haters gonna hate but with, it, <laughs> with, but with a Z on the haters
1: and a little skull and crossbones yeah
2: that's it done
1: guys thanks so much listeners for the for the podcast <laughs> I feel like we're smashed we've, we've been drinking a well, lot
2: oh no it. it's <laughs> the prosecco at this wedding how it goes to you.
1: <laughs> I feel like I'm drunk um right have a great day everyone enjoy we'll see you next week like I say hopefully fingers crossed nice little guest next week I think you'll be very interested in hearing the story yes bye guy Bye, Rick. Have a... I know, we'll see you Friday. I'll see you when we put the mics (laughs) down now.